Yes, even more exclusive content from Sports Kita Wrestling on your podcast feed. And if you're enjoying it, why don't you just help us out and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you're enjoying. And also check out all the other content we have. Top Story, new episodes of it nearly five days a week. Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw with Legion of Raw. And every Friday night, Dutch Mantel covering SmackDown and Rampage. Plus exclusive interviews and pay-per-view post shows as well. All on this feed. Well, wouldn't it be a nightmare if you're a fan of a certain wrestling organization that's been coming up recently and this guy isn't a part of it anymore? Cody Rhodes reportedly is a free agent, the current AEW TNT champion, not signed to a contract with a company. It's a very weird scenario. We'll lay it all out. Plus, is WWE ready for Asuka to return? Plus, we have huge news about WWE returning to Saudi Arabia for another Elimination Chamber. But is it going to be called the Elimination Chamber? Plus, even more news about the Royal Rumble. It's a huge edition of the Sports Keto Wrestling Top Story of the Day. Share that link on your stake. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Yes, watch out indeed. How are we doing, everybody? I'm Kev Kellum, Jeremy Bennett, Nebraska. If you ask it, Jeremy, how you been? Are you body slam COVID again, buddy? Uh, I'm getting, I'm get, I'm getting there. Did you kick uh, COVID's ass already? Did you kick that son of a bitch COVID? Not yet, but uh, I, I, I did a lot of sleeping today. Let's just say. All right, good to hear it. Uh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's good that we're uh, we, we got to wake you up for work. <laughs> work. Jose G down in Florida. If you if if you want to see a, a, a funny looking state, just look at a piece of the male anatomy. There you go, Florida. Uh, let's get into it here, guys. I did I did all the lame jokes to get us going here. If you haven't done so, jump into the comments and stay on screen with us during all these topics. If you're with it live, if you're on demand, jump into the Come on, get down there. You're part of the conversation. Let's drive it here. Let's get into it. Cody Rhodes. Old Millennial Melter himself. We'll go from Millennial Melter to um, Melter uh, in this show here. <laughs> Melter, Melter. Some news. Melter, Melter. Uh, Big Papa Melter. Uh, Cody Rhodes is reportedly a free agent at this time. He is currently not signed to a deal with All Elite Wrestling due to a Fightful Select report that came out today. Uh, I'm shocked to read this story. Uh, he is uh, still believed to be an executive vice president of the company, though he did say some very nice things about them recently and his future with the company, which is odd. Uh, he was, of course, one, part of the core of people that launched this game-changing professional wrestling organization. He has not been with the WWE in several years and had some very nice things to say. Jeremy, I know you have the story right there in front of you. Uh, this interview that was pulled that kind of maybe maybe will steer people who are <laughs> worried that he's going to leave All Elite Wrestling there's this quote he gave to a sports illustrator about, a while back about uh i think it was about one in ago. the morning about mm -hmm. one in the morning sean ross sap posts a, a tweet with a bunch of eyes like and we're like oh god and uh, i'm guessing it was this news here that he mm -hmm. was talking about uh in speaking with sports illustrated last month he said as of now my future is with aew aew would be very strange without the core members of the revolution we mm -hmm. all still talk we all still have this admiration for each other i can't see myself anywhere else and i'm very optimistic about what the future holds jose what do you take from that 
I don't know what to make out of it, man. I don't think anything really big is going to happen with Cody. I don't expect Cody Rhodes to make his way into the Royal Rumble. If it did, it would be a complete shocker just out of left field. Um, I expect him to either re-sign or stay with AEW. Um, you know, he he is the current AEW TNT champion. We do mm-hmm. have an interim champion. So at, so at some point, we're going to have to have uh, a unification bout, uh, uh, you know, to, to unify those two belts. So I don't know if Cody Rhodes is going to stay TNT champion while not being under contract. Uh, it's really all up in the air. Uh, I've seen some comments here. This is just a little bit of smoke screen to take some buzz out of the Royal Rumble. I don't know if that's 100% sh- if I'm 100% uh, confident behind that statement. Uh, but again, I really don't know what to make. It's of a false it, flag operation to, to defeat the the Royal Rumble balls. They have to they have to strike back in Connecticut. You can't let them win the buzz. We open the door. The door is ours. Yeah, I can understand people freaking out about it. <laughs> also in the article uh there were inquiries about his status as an evp or if it's a separate contract have not heard back from uh, uh cody directly but told that he's a free agent that's, and no contract that's a huge part of this story here yeah. no uh, contract is, is, with yeah that you have uh i mean man, man geez, this guy's not working under a contract so he's working in good faith at this point obviously it's not he's not working for free uh, mm-hmm. and then on top of it you had the scenario with covid coming up and he's a champion, you know, and he's a champion again. He's holding a title for your company that's connected to a major television contract. I'm not saying this is awful. You know, Richard, Richard Nolody saying he's going to sign with all the wrestling. I am. I am of the thought that I think that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm of the thought to think that's true. But he's got he's got too much tied into it. He's, he's a part of a show on TNT, the Go Big Show. He's yeah. tied with the EVPs. There's mm-hmm. just too much wrapped up into this for him to walk away. I think it's just. Uh, if you remember Cody saying, uh, and I don't, this might've been on roads to the top. I can't remember yet. Another show tied, uh, with Cody Rhodes and Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it might've been on roads to the top, but he, he's not going to wrestle into his fifties and sixties. Like some of the people he grew up watching with his dad, he yeah. probably is only going to go another five years. If that, um, and so maybe this is more of a matter of, of him determining how long he wants to wrestle. And that's why there's no contract yet. Cause he hasn't decided how long he wants to go at it right now. Yeah. I think that's a really good take. The only thing that makes me concerned about this is why, why is he a free agent now? You know, why is he a free agent now with everything well, else happening with all the yeah. other names that are possibly out there? With all the different shuffling going on, he's a very active part of All Elite Wrestling on screen and television. He's certainly a part of the production. You mentioned all the other things. Go Big Show. Uh, he's get He got that perk that other people in All Elite Wrestling don't have. He has a reality show. He has a lot of investment. His legacy. He's got that his, treatment, man. Yeah, he's got that he's got, his treatment. Um, but let I mean, let's put it out there. Like, uh, Jeremy, it would be a real, really bad like it'd be a real like, gut punch. You want to talk about a kick to the nuts. If he left all elite wrestling and went to WWE, it would be a, I, I know it's not going to happen, but I'm just putting it out there. Cause fans are going to ask, right? That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying, I don't think I'm, I'm very much betting against it. You want to bet five bucks. I'll bet against it. Right. <laughs> but we didn't think Mickey James is going to be walking out the Royal rumble in a few weeks with the impact title. 
You know, I mean, it could be, it could be, you know, it, he could make a, a surprise. I, I'm not expecting it just because no. of all the politics behind it. But imagine how cool that would be if that forbidden door is truly open. Cody Rhodes already has a previous relationship with WWE. And this would be kind of a way of mending the bridges between the codes and the McMahons and whatever, whatever beef is going on there. And just recognize that AEW is another company and we're willing to work with anybody. He is. That would be awesome. He is also in a position to not have a contract to walk into the Royal Rumble right now. He is in a position to do that. And he is in a position to go and do a one day payday and obviously go right back to all elite wrestling. This follows up with other news that WWE has made this completely strategic 360 move of saying we're open to working with other people right now. And we're open, we're open to doing things that are going to, like, freak people out. And they said they were going to do this in 2020. The pandemic, I think, is a big reason why that didn't happen. You know, they want to know who's in a testing pool. They want to do all those different things. As testing changes and people ho- are hopefully wishing this Omicron, you know, slows down, there's a different, there's a different approach to this now. I can tell you that same approach is being uh, uh, brought up at independent wrestling shows. Uh, if if you have testing pools, we're all right. We'll let some we'll let some people pop into the show day of, as long as we know we can keep a track of your tests and all those different things. I know mm-hmm. it's a weird thing to bring up, but it is true. Uh, but look at look at what WWE's doing with Impact Wrestling. It it does seem odd right after the MLW lawsuit. But uh, take a second look at that MLW lawsuit. There is there is some very loose merit to a lot of that lawsuit when you when you look at it and you actually read the full thing here. But it is weird. The, the MLW lawsuit against WWE, an antitrust lawsuit accusing them of being, you know, at, against competition. You have all wrestling launching a few years ago. Cody's contract comes up. Cody was a big star in WWE. He's a huge star in AEW. He could go to WWE and make a lot of money. If WWE's not making an offer, it's kind of like almost disrespectful. Like, you're, we know you're out of a contract right now. Mm-hmm. What, what is it? Absolutely going to be an offer, at least a friendly phone call of, hey, how you doing? We know you're not going to leave, but not. let's have a or phone call. Or maybe not. Maybe they already have like that foregone conclusion that he's yeah. going to say no, but. But it would be it, you would want WWE to reach out, right? Because if yeah, at least at least a, at least a friendly like, hey, cross promotion, over. absolutely. We're going to walk into the Ferrari dealership and kick the tire, man, and just say hi. You know, like that, like, like that's what this is here. And I and I and also it makes complete sense. It makes complete sense if WWE would want to talk to him. And why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they talk to him? Why wouldn't they talk to him? What do you think, it, Jeremy? Uh, why you know what you know what's to say if he doesn't go over to WWE for six months or a year yeah. to work on getting a relationship with those two companies going forward? It's it, an it exciting would be a, time. Yeah, that'd be a weird scenario, man. It's an It'd exciting really time, weird. guys. And, and it's also a reversal thing of WWE saying like, we're not really worried about it. You know, like 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 that. That is odd. It really uh, is. And, and it is odd that you're going to have Impact get the biggest marketing they've ever had in their entire existence by having a former WWE wrestler, who's now with Impact, who's also not signed by Impact, by the way. She's only on a date-by-date agreement. She's not on a locked contract. She's not exclusive to them. Uh, it's very interesting. So it's, uh, people saying odd, but interesting. Completely true. Jason Michael saying odd, but interesting. I told you, I told you at the end of last year, the first quarter of 2022 is going to be a very very interesting year for pro wrestling. So, mm-hmm. uh, and the rumble is certainly a platform 
for all these different things. We already know we're getting some people coming back. People are losing their mind about it here. You're throwing the we the ones up here because, uh, of course, Paul Kukansi saying Jose winning the Rumble and challenging the Trouble Chief. Uh, see if that'll happen there as well. Yo, by the way, there's this guy on TikTok that I'm going to try to get on the show. Okay. Because this guy does all these crazy WWE voices. Shawn Michaels, Paul Heyman, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, the, this guy can just do them all to the T. I'm going to have to try to get him to the show uh, because his Paul Heyman is spot on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry, next story, guys. Yeah, uh, Larry mentioned the money. You never know. Money talks. Yeah, there's going to be some big money involved here. You, you, ain't getting, you ain't getting Cody for cheap. Let's get right into it. The Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka, has not been seen in WWE since the summer of 2021. Uh, she's been out of the mix here. There was some possibility of, oh, is her contract coming up? Is she not coming back? Uh, creative doesn't have her. She's refuted that. She was seen on uh, social media with a, a brace on her arm, so maybe there was some injury here. There was a follow report saying that she also received some uh, serious dental work after Shayna Baszler gave a big old kick in the mouth last time she was in the ring. Uh, and obviously, she's not been on TV, so what's next? The Royal Rumble could be the site for her return, and what a time to come back. Uh, they have a lot of uh, female talent that's going to come back to the WWE at this time. This is a great way to reboot the women's division in either Raw or SmackDown, wherever she lands. Asuka was a huge part of WWE during the pandemic, was definitely one of the MVPs in terms of one of those characters who came off the screen when there was no fans there. You felt when Asuka was making your entrance. It felt like WWE again when she came out. And very, it's very, very hard to do that. And also you have someone who doesn't speak you know, English as their first language doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Laney saying uh, she is medically clear to come back to the ring. Yes, we've heard that for quite some time. Her coming back to the Rumble makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it, boys? I've only been saying it on this show for about two months now that she's going to return to the Rumble. So, look, here it is. They're just, you know, a couple months after me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jose, where do you yeah, drop this... her? Smack, SmackDown or Raw? Where do you put her? I put her on SmackDown, man. I think it's uh, SmackDown needs the, the, the talent right now. If mm-hmm. Bailey comes back, she goes back to SmackDown. Uh, those two enough uh, w- w- just with them too. And also we got Lacey Evans that might be coming back too. So that, th- that's someone that we could put in the mix. Three solid superstars that you can add on to SmackDown. I mm-hmm. think, uh, I think SmackDown needs it more than raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know where I would, I, I don't know where I would really, I'd have to think about it a little, a uh, little more, but uh, I don't think all three would go to SmackDown. I think at least one's going to go to raw of those three returning. Um, my guess would be if it is anybody, it's going to be Bailey that goes to Raw, and then Lacey and and Oscar go to SmackDown. But not sure. I you know, there's a lot of different things that could happen here once they get back. Uh, Jeff Samuel texting in saying Oscar at the Rumble. Yes, she needs SmackDown. Oscar need to come out with a new character, a new look will be interesting. I don't know. I think uh, you know distance makes the heart grow fonder. I think she comes out to the original theme and and gets to do that wild, colorful character of hers. Uh, I, I also love her character. I think her character is actually really, really cool at the moment. It'd be really it'd be exciting to see her back in the, in, in business as well. It's worth noting, uh, Kyrie Sane, her, her tag team partner in the Kabuki Warriors. They were a very, very strong tag team in terms of one of those first few tag teams to hold the women's tag team titles for WWE. Well, she's apparently her contract is coming up soon with WWE, and, uh, and then whether or not she'll sign one, could they come back together? That'd be fun. I'm more inclined just to think Oscar's coming back to the company. Yeah, and also don't forget the uh, the whole uh, Becky Lynch passing the title off to Asuka, so she could go to Raw, too, um, yep. and play off of that, too, and maybe challenge Becky either by winning the Rumble or just challenging her at WrestleMania, say the Royal Rumble winner picks uh, Charlotte instead. 
Before we move into this next topic, I want to get this question out of the way. Ron, we've, we've been getting this one for the past week or two, and I don't mind asking it again. Any chance that Paige is in the Royal Rumble? Uh, Paige, who's been out of in-ring uh, competition for several years, she did return after a very serious neck injury, only to just a few months later get put back on the shelf and unfortunately be unable to perform and, and be forced to retire from in-ring competition. She then performed on camera. She is apparently still under contract with WWE and still performing on Twitch and doing very, very white well, quite well on our Twitch, by the way. Were so, you about what to say white well? Uh, what you know, white well, white well, white well wines. <laughs> what does that exactly mean, Kevin? I'm talking too fast. I want to make sure I get to the next. Time. <laughs> you guys get me on that all the time. Uh, I get paid professionally to talk, and I stumble down the stairs like like I'm drunk, and I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I didn't show up to work. I drunk. swear, I only have one drink. Allegedly, Paige, well, what? So Paige, I think, has been really poking this bear. And she has said uh, more than once she wants to perform again. She wants to do it. She wants to get ready to go. This is someone who got pulled out of the ring before she was 30, you know, and has only known wrestling. She was literally born into the business with her family, the Knight family, uh, and has been a, a talent that I think a lot of very young fans got attached to when she made it in WWE because she was a very, very young person and had a movie made about her with The Rock. I mean, just a wild wild journey and all these different things outside of the ring that made her life very challenging i think her coming back at the rumble is that equivalent of we never thought we'd see edge again but we want to see edge again you know yeah. you want to see that person get over that and they get to do the thing that makes them feel good i would love to see Paige. it'd be it'd be a huge story it, it would it would change uh all of the conversation about people getting excited about mickey would just kind of kind of tilt things back towards Paige. yeah i feel like uh page you know, and I've said this, said this kind of repeatedly, uh, even last week, uh, with Paige. I don't know if we need her back right now. You know, I think that we can use her more of a managerial role, but kind of reconsidering things and just kind of listen to everybody. How you know how they're talking about Paige and Paige kind of, you know, teasing and wanting to come back. I think NXT 2.0 might be a good fit for her. I think uh, she could probably get you know some of that ring rust off, work with the new and up and coming talent. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, again, it's a slippery slope. I don't know where where she would exactly fit in in a 2022 WWE. Even just being a personality on NXT, she would be a shark in a minnow pond, man, uh, in terms of just being a personality on that show. And I do think that NXT needs that, even though it's a developmental show. If you want somebody coming back on a, on a short-term basis, that's a role for her. Maybe that show needs an authority figure. William Regal's not there. She'd be perfect for that if you don't want her wrestling that much. Mm -hmm. uh, you, if, if the thing is, listen, we can only clear you for a limited amount of physicality. Come out in the rumble. Do this. You're not taking any bumps. Go over the top rope. Get out of there. You know? We have the same scenario with Corey, uh, Corey Graves, who had a concussion and forced him out of the ring many, many years ago. Hasn't wrestled in seven years. Some people saying, you know, he got cleared, so he's ready to go. So, very uh, A very interesting time here for WWE, to say the least. Uh, let's get into this story here. WWE has confirmed they will return to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia at a brand new facility in Jeddah, part of their long-standing, very lucrative agreement with Saudi Arabia to have these huge events there. This will be the middle-of-the-road uh, big premium live event pay-per-view between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And there's also some uh, widespread reports that it will no longer be called the Elimination Chamber due to all those obvious socio-political issues that, you've, that you can read about with Saudi Arabia. So this they may change the name of the Elimination Chamber, which it has been since 2002, to the WrestleMania Chamber. 
and this would be a way to work in the WrestleMania branding on the road to WrestleMania. I'm not that opposed to this. I know some people on the internet will lose their minds, but the so storyline story logic makes sense. Are we going to have WrestleMania shows back-to-back? Are we going to have – so there's going to be Rumble, right? Then it's going to be WrestleMania Elimination Chamber. Chamber, right? Or WrestleMania Chamber. Chamber. Then we're going to have uh, uh, we'll have, Backlash. We'll have some, uh, we'll have we'll some have pay-per-view. Yeah, we'll have some pay-per-view in March. Oh, okay. It's not going to be three straight because then you would have uh, WrestleMania and then WrestleMania Backlash. I don't know if we're going to – do we have an event in March? I don't think they even announced anything in March. I would assume there's going to so. be – I don't think they're going to take a whole month off of pay-per-views. Maybe they will. I don't know. Um, Because this event is uh, the 19th, so that would be almost six weeks without a pay-per-view. It was six. Yeah, it'd be about six or seven weeks without a pay-per-view. So it'd be really interesting. The article does say, though, all of the press release and branding is still saying Elimination Chamber, though. It is not saying Mm -hmm. WrestleMania Chamber. So it sounds like that report is probably uh uh not correct now um because they wouldn't have sent this stuff out if it was going to change so i think it's going to stay as elimination chamber are we ready Uh, for wrestlemania no mercy because that's what we're probably going to get uh they did this last year when they had wrestlemania backlash wrestlemania fast lane yeah wrestlemania fast i here's the thing wrestlemania great balls of fire we know this we're we're in the business where where terms are very important to what we do online the way we term something uh, and a headline will be the difference between <laughs> us having a show that gets X and a show gets X, Y, and Z. And I understand the the purpose of this. And internationally, there's probably a lot more people that know the word WrestleMania than know the word Elimination Chamber. You guys have to understand this is all about new fans and fans that have maybe heard it, haven't seen it in a while. You know, it's it's about getting casuals and filling up not just the front row, but the the cheap seats too. I mean, you imagine when you're 10 years older from now having a conversation for with someone who's 15, you know, younger years younger than you are, and you'd be like, dude, have you ever seen a WrestleMania chamber? And you're gonna be like, oh. back in my day, it was called the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> when six men would go to battle until <laughs> blood would spill. <laughs> And only then, when blood is spilled in the chamber, can we begin the sacrifice. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly oh. what it was, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that, and then yeah, that the blood spills in the chamber, and uh, the, the, the McMahon. I'm, st- lives I'm still iffy year. about this. I'm still, <laughs> iffy, I'm still iffy about this WrestleMania chamber name, man. I don't know if. Uh, well, it looks like, it's, like it. Well, it looks like they killed it on that press release. So <laughs> true. Uh, but so you know they might, can change this not. on television. There's nothing. There's nothing stopping them. I don't know what they're gonna television. do. They don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's corny. I get it. It's, it's corny to say it. But uh, it's corny to say WrestleMania backlash too. <laughs> sure, but I mean, but it's, 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 it's brand recognition. You're right, Kevin. It's brand yeah. recognition. That's what it comes when, down when to. they had when they had the house event when they had the house show tour right after WrestleMania for yeah. many many years. Those were house shows that weren't televised. Road they were branded as the WrestleMania Revenge Tour. They and did the road to WrestleMania last. before that. It was I'm go, I'm going to be going to the road to WrestleMania Tour in March, in Springfield, yeah. 97.7 QLZ. Probably likely giving away some tickets to that at the BOS Center in Springfield in March, uh, Springfield, Illinois. So my my radio gig is talking about that, and those are marketed as that. So I mean, yeah. like it's their brand. It's not like it's you know what I mean. It's like what it's not like somebody else is taking it and they're doing something silly with right. it. They're doing a wrestling match with it. So um, before we, right. before we go into the final story, I do want to mention this cause we are not going to bring up the show, but uh, last night was uh, uh, Jonathan Gresham and Baron Black's 
Terminus show. I've heard nothing but great things about this. In Atlanta, Georgia. I want to give props to a guy that has worked many times with Kev. Uh, He posted this on Twitter last night. Josh Alexander. Obviously, Atlanta got hit with a snowstorm. Atlanta doesn't know snow that well. So they got one inch. One inch of snow is a snowstorm. But I understand that they, no, in all serious, they had a very serious snowstorm. The Northeast did too, as well. Yeah. Uh, By the way, by the way, since we're talking about storms and devastation, we got to give a quick shout out to our viewers from Tonga who suffered a massive Mm -hmm. um, tsunami Tsunami. because of an underwater volcano uh, eruption. So our hearts, our thoughts, and prayers go out to all the people in the kingdom of Tonga. Sorry to interrupt you, Jeremy. Continue. So a guy that's worked with Kev a lot, Josh Mm -hmm. Alexander, uh, his flight got canceled the day before. So a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of that card changed due to weather. A lot of people didn't show up due to weather. That's why they opened up tickets again. It was a sold out show. Uh, but then, I, you know, I think only half the crowd was there last night. They, they opened it up for people to walk in and buy a ticket last night. Josh Alexander posted uh, after the show last night that uh, he said he does not ever miss a wrestling show. He got in his truck and drove 14 hours to Atlanta, Georgia to wrestle for Gresham and Barron's terminus event in what was a tremendous main event uh which ended in a, a both shoulders on the mat draw but it was a tremendous event with a big surprise of aew santana coming out at the end mm-hmm. as well but uh just props to josh alexander again a guy kev's worked with a lot with an aaw just for that dedication to pro wrestling uh- I can tell you from just being around it and seeing the matches prepared and produced and, and then immediately performed, right? You get, you mentioned working with them. I, I don't think there's a better wrestler right now in terms of a wrestler's wrestler and a wrestler that you know when they're in a big match, they will deliver a great match. They will deliver something that is absolutely un- otherworldly. The best intergender match I've ever seen, it was a month a month ago month ago, just a lesson, look, two, two, three weeks ago at the end of the year uh, with Ruby Soho, Josh Alexander, go see that match. It's an AEW. I know I work there, but I don't care. I, I, it was, <laughs> you go watch it. It's the best. It's the best. Everybody, energetic. everybody talked about that match though. I, I mean, it, it is absolutely special. He worked a 60 minute Broadway with, with Fred Yehi this year, 60 minute Broadway. You want pure bang Tokyo dome punch you in the mouth all the moves. Oh my God. I unlocked all the finishers in the video game. This is a real life video game. That's how good this guy wrestles. He is athletically gifted. gifted. He's a guy who should not have wrestled after some serious injuries. Uh, this, and also is now at another level with his character. There is a promo. There's a promo from him now and a, and a charisma that he has tapped into. This guy is as, as Roman Reigns said, he went into God mode. If you're a hardcore wrestling fan and you want that guy, he is that guy. He is Samoa Joe in 06. He is that good right now. And anyone who can get him on a contract in All Elite Wrestling or WWE should be dropping bank to get this guy. He is absolutely uh, everything you want out of a professional wrestler. He looks like an action figure come to life, uh, and he can absolutely go toe-to-toe with anyone in the ring. Probably, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the best professional wrestlers in the business right now, worldwide.
Had a hell of a year. Yeah, you mentioned the the promos. I mean, he didn't really have to talk much in the North when you got Ethan Page, who can definitely talk. So. And, and when you when you say he came up with, yeah, a lot of people knew him with Ethan Page. Ethan is such a big personality, right? Yeah. Such a huge yeah. personality. And years ago in AAW, that was even the case. You know, like they were working together as a tag team. They got to t- fight each other uh, when they were still a tag team and do a singles uh, program. And even producing it, it was it wasn't like uh, oh I'm ripping on Alexander. I was like oh he, Ethan's gonna carry the weight here on the promos. And and that was essentially true, but we knew when the matches happened, it was Josh <laughs> who was going to run the run the show. Right? Yeah. No, that's no that's no crap at, at Ethan at all. Um, but now years later, he's away from the business, comes back. Right, M- mind the the mind is so more so much more dialed in with this guy in terms of the charisma. And then at the at the point, he's even a better wrestler than he was before. Oh yeah, uh, it, he had a hell of a year in twenty twenty one. Hell of a year. I, and uh, and Josh Alexander, I think, is without a shadow. Like, like I said, he's one of the best professional wrestlers working in the business today. I'm yeah. going to put his name up there with Daniel Bryan. Brian Davis going to put his name up there with Josh Alexander, with Kazuchiko Okada, with Roman Reigns, with the Seth Rollins. He is in that lane right now, guys. He is absolutely in that lane. Uh, and it was weird. He only got to hold the title for Impact for a little while. I know it was more of an angle. Uh, but this is this guy is that good i'm not i'm not i'm yeah. not overranking him at all yeah so i thought that was a cool story uh, that he put up there put out there on twitter and uh yeah it was uh it was really good i i i really enjoyed it there was some good jordan grace and kira hogan had a hell of a match for the impact digital championship um I'm trying to think of who else was in there um you know fred yehi was in the tag match as well mm-hmm. uh they had a, a, a baron black was in a, a great match uh as well in that it was a good uh, a good card it was very much a like a Ring of Honor style show. That's what a lot of people described it to me. If you want, yeah, a lot pure, of a lot yeah. of a lot of technical wrestling rules. Like you, if you throw a guy over the top rope, that's one technical foul. You do it again, you're disqualified. That's what happened to Moose. Real uh, Mike Bennett beat Moose last night because Moose he he upset Moose and got thrown over the top rope twice. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of some kind of old school rules to it but if another company's championship is defended on that show it's by their rules so ring of honor impact yeah. both had titles on the show as well so that's going to be by their rules but yeah overall it was a, a pretty interesting concept and i think it came off pretty good uh and of course uh while we're talking about moose we uh, made some headlines with him this week yeah jose you got to talk to the impact wrestling world champion how did I that did. conversation go with moose Oh, it was a great conversation, man. We talked about uh, we talked about the Forbidden Door. We talked about Roman Reigns. We also talked about Brock Lesnar. I asked him straight up, you know, you you know, you've been uh, you've been talking about Roman, but you know, what about Brock? You know, why why aren't you talking about Brock? Uh, and he gave us he gave us a really interesting answer. So go ahead and check out the interview. Uh, we it's being reported, guys. It's just awesome because I've seen it reported on Wrestling Inc. on Fightful. EW uh, e wrestling news. So, guys, thank you so much for the support. Check out the interview; it's on Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube mm-hmm. right now. And we also are about to drop the Diana Parazzo interview. That's going to be dropping uh, this week too, as well. Oh, and if you guys didn't have enough content, we dropped the 2015 to 2021 Best of Royal Rumble review tier list special, where Kevin, myself, and Jeremy Bennett discussed the best, the worst, and the shake my damn head moments of the world from 2015 to 2021. So check that out. That's available right now on our YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we're, we're going over, but I don't mind because we have a whole lot of news to cover here today. 
Uh, let's get into this rumor killer, which is odd, the timing of this. Coming out over the weekend, the Wrestling Observer, Big Papa Dave Meltzer, reporting that all the wrestling talent should not be expected to appear at WWE's Royal Rumble. WWE opening up the old forbidden door and allowing outside talent to perform at this year's Rumble, specifically an arrangement made with Impact Wrestling to have the Impact Knockouts champion Mickey James, formerly of WWE, to perform at this Rumble. They announced this and confirmed it and even referenced Impact. This follows up with reports that WWE is reportedly changing their strategy of working with other companies that don't they don't have signed contracts with or they don't have signed talent with. So very, very big change by WWE, but don't expect all wrestling their most their biggest rival uh, that they took a shot at over the weekend in the Toronto Sun as well uh, to appear or have any other talent. But then all wrestling and WWE have been contacting each other about other arrangements to have all the talent who used to work in WWE kind of contribute to as a talking head on documentaries. Chris Jericho is under contract with all the wrestling appeared on the, on the WWE network on Peacock with Stone Cold recently. So maybe some of those non wrestling things, you're still going to see some uh, AEW names pop up on those. So it's very interesting to see how this plays out. But Dave Meltzer saying, don't expect anyone who's under contract with AEW to appear at the rumble now now does that open up cody to still do it you know ron anderson obviously saying he's a free agent that's yeah. what we know right now i mean that's yeah. that's the widespread report here dave's been wrong too so the wrong. i don't know emo- I'm, I'm just gonna be the i don't know emoji i mean but but think about it if you're only wrestling and it's just a one-time thing do, do you trust wwe to have all right we're gonna here we're gonna we're gonna have wrestler x y or z Go in there, be in your rumble, and we're gonna trust your locker room, not you know, not to do anything shady. I, I no one, I don't think anyone would do that, by the way. Um, and everyone's gonna scream like, no, why, why, why would you do this?" Right? There's gonna be some people who don't do this. They don't want this to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm of the point where if WWE doesn't care, if it's not something that like if they, it doesn't worry them, do it. Like get people talking about this show. Uh, mm-hmm. Get people expecting anything can happen. Anyone can walk out there. Three, two, one. The dome goes crazy, right? Mm. Like let let's let's stir the pot. Let's go for it. If, and if I'm all wrestling, it's one of the biggest wrestling shows of the year. There's casual WWE fans are going to see you, and this is going to make them go like, "All right, I'm going to check it out." All right, I was on the fence about it. I've heard about. It. I'm going to check it out. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Jeremy. Um, I don't know. I, I it's a pipe dream, anyways. At, oh at, yeah, at first, you know, hundred percent. But then that uh, you know that Russell votes articles makes you always think with what they put in quotes of uh, uh I can't remember what they put in quotes, but it was to, it was to be a, a big surprise, not just your run of the mill guy from uh, NWA or Impact or Ring of Honor. So what what's left? It's AEW. So. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I believe Dave on this one. I think somebody that, that is probably going to be ex-WWE might come in um, if, if that Russell Votes report is true. Obviously, a lot of things could change. That thing came out a couple weeks ago, and there's still t- a couple of weeks until the Royal Rumble. Um, but I am very intrigued by that report, and and uh, and nothing really screams insane except for that or maybe uh, Okada. Uh, is the only other person that I could think major of. name from New Japan Pro Wrestling, <laughs> but with the dot with the pandemic right Kevin's now, Kevin's favorite wrestler besides right now, uh, Brian Danielson. But but right <laughs> now with the, with the pandemic, I don't think anybody from Japan is really feasible either. So, um, 
I don't know. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right about those COVID rules. A completely different, yeah. you know, the quarantine. Oh, and Japan is completely locked down. Yeah, China. It's no, it's nobody, nice. nobody, nobody at the Olympics now again. They just announced that today. Oh, wow, it's crazy, man. Listen, no I'm of no the fan. thought. I'm of the thought when I'm listening when I looked at this report. I'm only taking it with a grain of salt just because, you know, Uncle Dave has been wrong in the past many times. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, we've been we've been seeing all these different reports, especially the one from WrestleVotes, and it always raises the eyebrow. And WrestleVotes has been pretty spot on, along with Andrew Zarian, along with Sean Ross Sapp. These are reliable sources that we have come to know in the last one to two years who have been very reliable. And... I am of the thought that it might be someone who is an ex-WWE. I've said this from the get. Chris Jericho, to me, is a strong person that I think that might be able to mend that bridge. We've already seen it within the WWE Network on Peacock, and I think Chris Jericho is the right person just because of the fan recognition and his history with the with the company. Moxley, so re- I th- Moxley returns next sun next uh, Sunday at Hammerstein. Yeah, he'll be he'll be with GCW. That's another one. That's another uh, name. Even though there's been reports that he's not going to do it, but again, never say never. Yeah, because he, he's going to wrestle Homicide for the GCW World Championship out of the Hammerstein Ballroom there. So um, it makes you wonder if he's going to return to AEW this week as well. And it'll certainly be interesting. I mean, if if the idea that WWE wants is to create this um, compelling sense of anything can happen and anyone can show up, yeah. They've sort of already done that with Mickey James, you know, they, they, I mean, and it's worth noting the Bellas are going to be there <laughs> like this. Yeah. The Bellas are going to be wrestling in WWE again for the first time in like three or four years. Uh, so I think that's a huge well, thing for a lot of casual wrestling fans that mm-hmm. I talk to that just watch all like they ask me about The Rock. They ask me about the Bellas and John Cena, right? Very casual wrestling fan. Uh, yeah. uh, check those boxes. Why? They, why, they, they why saw would... the Bellas thing. And they're like, oh, I'm going to watch the Rumble. Are we having a party? Like yeah. I, I had someone I had. Four or five friends who only watch around uh, WrestleMania time say they know about uh, Bella's coming back, and then now they're asking me if John Cena and The Rock are going to show up. Yeah. You got people talking. You got people. You got casual fans saying some things, and you have a lot more room for a lot more surprises. Uh, WWE was smart, I think, to drop this Becky, uh, excuse me, this Mickey James news, this Bella news yeah. on SmackDown, their most watched mm-hmm. show. Right? It got people talking over the weekend. Now, what are we talking about a few days later with this Cody news? It's interesting. Yeah. It, you, you got a lot of people talking about a lot of, and it's fun. Isn't this fun? Oh, it's, yeah. it's, we're not, I mean, this is really fun to be talking about some wild shit right before the Royal Rumble. Yeah, we're less than two weeks away. Um, I tell you what, though, I mean, Russell votes wouldn't put that out there just to put that out there, though. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see what happens in uh, roughly uh, in roughly uh, ten days. Todd Laning with a hell of a question here. WWE releasing so many different talents since the pandemic started. Could, Is this an could. opportunity to bring some of those release names back to the company? That'd be they a could. wild thing for a Braun Strowman, for a Bray Wyatt to show up. What do you think there, Jose? I think it's possible, man. I think it's, uh, it, you know, a lot of people... Uh, be like, oh, they're going to show up in AEW. I don't think that's the case, especially with Bray Wyatt. You know, we've been talking about Bray Wyatt, him working in Hollywood now, doing working in the in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be staying in, in that uh, yeah. line of work for a little bit longer. So don't expect him at the Royal Rumble. Although Braun Strowman with his brand new bleached beard uh, could be a possibility. I don't know. I mean, anything is possible. He's out of his 90-day. He may want to have a one-time 
uh, appearance, you know, just kind of wreck shop for like a good five minutes and then get eliminated and collect collect a nice payday and go back to uh, controlling your narrative. You know, why not? And make, I think your rate, I, make your independent rate go through the roof again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 if it's possible, it's possible. Will it happen? I don't know. All right, if you're watching here at the end of the show, come on, make it rain with them like buttons, all right? Hammer, 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 hammer right now. All right, boys, uh, we're going to be busy. We're working on something very special. We have that Royal Rumble tier special. You want something you can binge from us, go ahead and get that. We also have the Wrestle Binge channel, our side top five channel that's up on YouTube now as well. Dropping some really cool stuff on there. I dropped some uh, very, very fun things. I just recorded a voiceover for a video about, can Brock Lesnar get away with anything he wants in the WWE? Uh, that that's coming out soon. Jose, what do you got coming down the pike, bud? Uh, well, guys, I got a busy week here, not only in the top story, but this weekend I'm producing uh, the the trivia show. So I'm trying to get some talent uh, to be lined up. So we're Bring I'm, it I'm on. planning. I'm, I'm planning to have some. I'm planning to get some talent, some 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 cool guys on the show. Uh, some former WWE guys, some local indie talent. Our forbidden door is not even open. So so I'm trying to bust this forbidden door as wide open as I can. I already got one of of the uh, wrestling medias from Latin America, from Lucha Libre Online. One of their guys are going to be joining us. So, guys, it's going to be a free-for-all Royal Rumble trivia. We're trying to get this title match for Sid versus Rick. At this trivia challenge, can we make it happen? Guys, you guys need to reach out to Andrew on Twitter and tell them Royal Rumble trivia championship match. Steve's a big fan of the show. Steve, yeah. I'll answer this question. Is the Royal Rumble trivia uh, taped or live? We're, we're, we're planning that, to do it live. We're planning to do it live, but obviously there's logistics with a lot of different people trying to do it at the same time on a Saturday afternoon. It's going to be kind of challenging. There's a football game on. We don't. We have some other friends that work in sports media as well. So, like, how is that going to work? We're going to try our best to have this be live Saturday afternoon. I'm going to be mobile. I'm not, I'm not going to be at my studio. I'm opening up for Maryland Rice Cub uh, from It's Always Sunny on on Saturday. So I have to be tr- – I mean, there's a lot of logistics to get to solve this whole thing. But exactly. we're trying to figure it out. How are we going to get 15 people on one stream on a Saturday afternoon? We already we're got half. We're trying to figure it out. We already got half, and they've already agreed to the time, to the time slot. So we just need to uh, confirm the other half and try to get those on board. But, yeah. Planning on doing this trivia this this weekend, so stay tuned uh, for continued updates on who is going to be on, and you might get some surprises. So, yeah. Jeremy, better you writing up these questions here? Yeah, I'm going to be busy uh, getting some trivia questions ready. Uh, see what we're gonna if we're gonna have Rick and Sid in the Rumble, or if we're gonna have them go head to head. But I will uh, be uh, scouring the globe for some Royal Rumble trivia questions, getting those together for Saturday. It's going to be a grand old time. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we're being asked you what's your favorite Royal Rumble match? Come on, 92. It's always a 92. Royal Rumble 92. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, definitely um, Royal Rumble favorite... 92. There was a great Rumble last year. Last year's Royal Rumble was great. I personally really enjoyed the 2016 Royal Rumble, the one that Triple H uh becomes champion, where the, the, the belt was on the line. Roman Reigns comes in that first and huge pop for Triple H. I'm a little bit biased to that one because I was in here in Orlando and I didn't get to go. Uh, but that's one of my uh, that's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, I mean, any one of Stone Cold's three are are oh, yeah. are, are just a, just amazingly what? what? Uh, just the crowd, just the crowd, and going nuts, and that th- that time was uh, you know just a special time in pro wrestling. I'd have to really think about it though. I mean, obviously, we talked about 2015 to 2021, so you can check out the YouTube video there of our thoughts on our win on the winners and and our thoughts on the surprises of those years as well. Uh, 
we go into a pretty good depth there. So much content on our channels. We have the new bro show up with DDP and Vince Russo. You can bro. check that out. Uh, our bro right there over on the right, Vince Russo, will be back later on tonight after Monday Raw. Dutch Mantel with his Friday nights after SmackDown and Rampage. Exclusive interviews, so much more. Can you get us above 25,000 subs? Three grand away. We're, we're, we are we're, we're just three just three subs away? Under, under three grand. Under, under three grand. Under three, under three people. We're there. 24.7. So 24.7. Just a couple more hundred people to get us to 25,000 subs. So thank you guys so much. We are uh, we are going for that. Thank you so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what, gentlemen? You must enjoy it. Enjoy your wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Ye, ye old. Ye old. Yeah. <laughs> ye, ye old. <laughs>